Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever Indie Horror Talk podcast episode. It's been a bumpy ride for quite a while, but we're back, baby. And today we got the one and only Sean Crisden on today's podcast episode. Voice actor of the Ink Demon himself is with us today, and... I hope you all enjoy this first episode, and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone on the production team for all of this, all of the love and dedication we've put all together for this one episode, and thank you to our fans out there. Enjoy. For your your pumpkin spice latte and uh, you'll actually speaking of that, everything. I actually um uh, last week I actually went to a trip to New York City, right? I actually did get mm-hmm. his pumpkin spice latte from Dunkin' Donuts. So there you go, there you go. It was good. So, this, this is something only born of the fall, so we, we have to be thankful for the fall, for pumpkin spice lattes, and uh, what else happens in the fall? Pumpkins, and falling, I don't know. Yeah, I don't leave the crypt much. Uh, well, you're back in the dark puddles, I see. Always. Oh, man. Uh, you Actually, would you like to do a little bit of a voice line from the Ink Demon himself? Yes, yes, I, I was prepared for just such a moment. <laughs> All right, let's see, let's hear it, something. Okay, some little ink demon for you. This realm is mine! Huh? Yeah, yeah, that was that one. Yeah, wait, wait, here, here, here comes another one, hold on. Tell me your sweet name, so that I may... <laughs> Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, that's that was awesome. Yeah, totally. That's right. Did you, you get the goosebumps? Is your spine tingling? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um. Yep. Oh god. Yep. That's uh, that's that's um. That's how I do it. That's how I do it. Sean, I'm not performing voice right processing now, and everything, right? You know, so there's 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 magical effects to, to do oh, that. Oh yeah, so tell to, me about it. Man. Change the voice sliders, so then we can we can. We can get to this realm is mine. Tell me your sweet name, so that I may defend. So then we get to that. Wow! I gotta <laughs> say, the voice, you know the voice processing, because you know going in, we we just have to to do it like this, and it works out. It's it's voice over <laughs> magic. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta work right, with your go. voice, I guess, right? So like, yeah, yeah. So you just gotta work with it. You gotta work with it, I guess, right? Yeah, that's 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 how it goes. It's it's all the magic that happens here, you know. That's uh, that's voiceover so, magic. So Sean, so like, how how'd you get started in like the voice acting industry? Well, <laughs> have I got a story for you? Because. This is, uh, it's not exciting at all. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. uh, many moons ago, I was in a band. And I was the one of the two guitar players and a singer. And I would constantly be approached by people when the band would perform, say, hey, you have a great voice. Oh, what exciting banter you make on stage. And was offered a job at one point to narrate a product. I had no idea about any of this stuff. All I knew that was that I, my guitar went to 11. And uh, I actually did the job mm-hmm. at some point and yeah. discovered that I made more in that, eh, it might have been a little less than an hour, than I did at my regular day job in corporate wow. middle management. Very soul-sucking. 
So that kind of turned me on to, hey, what's this voice acting thing? And it, so, it took a long time to coalesce from there. So it was pretty much of a long journey for you. Yeah, yeah, it was because wow. I, I started uh, really in terms of performing uh, as a musician, but then I also was doing on-camera work. I'm a martial artist, and I was doing fight choreography and stunts, and uh, people say, well, what, what, what were you in? And there's a movie that I shall never be named, but it rhymes with the past hair <clears throat> sender uh, based on a popular Amerame franchise, um, and we will not name it but I was uh, one of the Fire Nation soldiers in that. And when I was on set for about 30 days, a lot of the other folks there were like, oh, my agent did this for me, and I do all these fabulous voice acting jobs, and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really consider it again. And it, that's when it sort of came on my radar again, and I, I started diving into, well, I don't like getting up early for on-camera work for on you know, you get early calls, you got to get up early, you have to memorize things. There's these script things that you have to memorize and you learn choreography or blocking and it's so much work and hair and makeup and I, I don't have any hair. So um, it was a, uh, an easy transition for me from, from there to try to say, well, let me see how I can dip my toesies into the voiceover world. And that was, oh boy, 2009. Wow, um, 2009? Then, yep. And then went full-time in June of 2010. So I have the um, wonderful ability to cling tenaciously to things that I want to do uh, and hyper-focus. See, part of that neurodivergence, we put it to use, make good use of it to work for us. So when there's something I want to accomplish, I don't stop until I do. I have to make sure I eat and drink and go potty like all the other biological necessities. And uh, <laughs> I worked it that way and built and worked it, built a network and tr did a lot of training. I still do training uh, to keep my skills fresh. And uh, just got really lucky is, is what the, I guess the truth of it is. Because a lot of it's luck. Wow. Honestly, that is a very interesting story, Sean. Thank you so much for like sharing this with us. Like this is actually interesting, like genuinely. Honestly, well, thank you. I, 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 uh, I didn't even embellish much. I didn't talk about the the, the uh, bear and alligator fight or the uh, dinosaur wrangling. None of that was included because I didn't want to give you too much. But, yep, just just the facts, man. Just the facts. Now I have an actual interesting question, and uh, mm -hmm. this is like one of the most asked from people uh, um, in social media. And this is the one thing: like, do you have a favorite character that you've had voiced? Um, it's an easy one, especially given the context of, of this interview in particular. It is the Ink Demon, and that is, in all honesty, the answer I usually uh, give folks, especially now. I was, I was because... hoping. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Eh? Yeah, dude, it's the Ink Demon. Yeah, bro. Because, um, one, he, he's certainly one of the most popular, and the Ink Demon is just so much fun to play. Because one, who doesn't like being evil, huh? <laughs> and there's there's a little bit of nuance. And I know a lot of people, <laughs> I gave a, was it an interview uh, or I was on a live stream, I can't remember, uh, talking about how there is an element of sensuality to the ink demon. And he, as he caresses the lines and he basically courts Audrey, um, 
you know, just his appearance in the game and his his role in the game. And people uh, kind of lost their minds when I said, yeah, the Ink Demon flirts. He's got a little flirty, got a little flirt action going on there. Um, so the Ink Demon is just a lot of fun to play and portray. And going into the role, I had no idea what I was going to do. I said, okay, he's a demon. I had to really dig into the lore because I, I knew of Bendy. Um, I knew of the first game. It was on, uh, I think I had it on my Steam wish list at that point. I hadn't even played it yet. And uh, so I knew of the game, but I didn't really know everything about it. I didn't know the lore and, and the details of it. So I had to kind of dig in and then decide how I wanted to embody the Ink Demon and what I was going to bring to the franchise and hope that it worked well within everything else and that uh, everybody, the Meatly and Lauren Singer, who was the voice director, uh, felt that it was a solid representation of, of what came before. You know, you have a character, this iconic character, who has never spoken. So trying to decide how to give voice to that, it's it's a little bit of a challenge. So um, I just I had really had to think about it. Fortunately, wow. the um, what I did and, and for you, the audition worked. And you actually got to meet the Meatly. Did not. I've actually never met the Meatly. The mysterious... Figure known as the Meatly. I have never seen him. I have never <laughs> spoken to him. I am not sure he exists. Perhaps in the minds of children everywhere, at that fabled time of year when they hear hooves and jingle bells on their roof, maybe then the Meatly appears. No, I, I've actually never, never met him. Um, so you actually never met him? Wow. Nope. Can't even confirm he's real. May or may not be real. Don't know. Oh my god! I know it's crazy, right? So wait, so same there, with so several layers of handlers. Wow. Okay, so that's crazy. So like, so since you already mentioned that you've been aware of the Bendy series, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So so like, how familiar were you with like the Bendy series before joining the team? Not terribly. I knew of it. I had seen the trailers for it. I'd never played it. Uh, I didn't play the first game yet. Um, so it was. I knew it was a game. I'm a I'm actually a horror fan and a survival horror fan at that. And so it was on my radar, but I just never pulled the trigger on it and had heard some of the, uh, basically the, the fu- all the hubbub about it, but hadn't played it. So it was only after I had gone through the audition process and booked the role that I said, ah, I should probably play this game. So that, that helped me a lot prior to the sessions to get an understanding of what came before. Wow. Okay. So. So you did okay. So it wasn't that terribly bad, like with you being aware of the series. It was like uh, it's me- mediocre, I guess. Um, yeah. Or would I guess you say you would you would you say it'd be mediocre, or would it wouldn't be in terms of my awareness of the series, or what yes. I thought of the of my awareness? Uh, yeah, I, I would yeah. say it's about. I knew there was a Bendy game. I knew the general premise of the game, but that was about it. So I had to dig in and play and uh, see really how all the pieces fit together. Wow, honestly, that is crazy. Wow. Okay, so so like back onto the with you having the role of the Ink Demon. Honestly, I I wanted to ask you this: like, how did you land the role? Like on there, like being the Ink Demon. How did you even get uh, the role? How did that happen? Well, I saw the audition come in um, for you know it was, and I don't even remember if it's specified it was for bendy it might have just uh been you know usually a lot of times when we get auditions especially for larger franchises or games as a voice talent uh things are 
listed under code names so that nobody really knows what what the property is and if it's a sequel or what and they just give sort of vague descriptions i can't remember if in this case it came in uh saying sequel to bendy playing you know voicing the ink demon um so i can't i can't recall that but i remember seeing the audition and it was you know a demon who uh is made of ink and ruled the realm and blah 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 and uh so I, my main thought was, okay, well, maybe it's, is it big? Is it small? So I, that's when I had to do start researching the game specifically to see what the deal was. And we know the Ink Demon went through several iterations in terms of his physical appearance as well. Um, finally landing on what we got in Dark Revival, which was very different from the first game. So I had, I didn't have the full image of him yet. That came later, I think just before the session. So it wasn't, so it wasn't right away. So it was kind of like... A slow process until you like started to get the hang of it yeah well it comes in and uh yeah. i made choices for the audition that fortunately stuck because based on just what i knew it happened to be close enough to the target where not much changed in my interpretation from the audition to the uh actual what appeared in game to what i did for that so i, I was fortunate enough to to make a really good guess you think okay inky demon kind of growly kind of gurgly a little wet uh kind of but he's not a big burly boisterous demon you know he that's where the idea of sensuality and subtlety comes in he plays into attempting to win essentially win audrey over in dark revival so there had to be some nuance to how the character was presented. He wasn't just this screaming, angry demon. So uh, those ideas worked really well with the, the writing and the storyline of the game. So it all kind of uh, meshed uh, very well, fortunately. Honestly, you know, I don't think, honestly, like, let me just be real with you, Sean. Honestly, I would not have anyone else I would pick to have the voice for Ink Demon but you. And that is my oh, that's, last opinion. That's a great honor. Well, thank you. Like yeah, honestly, I, and, it, and, it, and it's hard. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, go, go on. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, I mean it's it's hard to imagine uh, the Ink Demon being someone else, even for me. Not because I played the Ink Demon, but because playing the game and allowing myself to compartmentalize. Okay, I perform this character versus this is the Ink Demon. I find that the representation and the voice of the Ink Demon is very good. It's believable for me. I don't. I don't have to look at it like, oh, I could have done this better. I, I should have. I can leave those types of self criticisms behind and allow the character to exist as the ink demon, and I accept it fully. So that's how I know that as a voice talent, I did a good job because I'm no longer being critical of my performance and the technicalities of performing for for a voice, but it is now that is the ink demon. So once it transcends that uh, sort of uh, crushing weight of, of self-doubt and performance and the elements that you put into a performance, then it becomes a real, quote unquote, character, a real thing. So the that's the thing. Are a real thing. And that's the thing about you, Sean. You, you actually did it. Like you actually blew everyone's minds with that. You did an outstanding performance. You actually delivered yeah, yeah, I uh, I pulled it off. You did, pull, <laughs> yes, you did. You did pull it off. You should be proud of yourself for that. Just give yourself a pat on the back. Honestly, hey, good job, man, Sean. 
Exactly. Yes, man. Yeah. Honestly, everyone in the chat, let's give a round of applause for Sean Crisden here. Yeah. Oh my God. Honestly, like this is amazing. Wow. Sean Crisden. Dude, I, I brought the ink, guys. I, uh, I just just made it happen. You know. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> honestly like this is great this is honestly great and um you know like what was it like working with the meatly along with the rest of the team though it was very easy um the meatly would communicate via email uh and typically uh directly to the voice director who was lauren singer who um also played the inimitable alice angel and so the process was easy. Lauren's a fantastic director, as well as a talent herself. So most of the time in our sessions, I think for Dark Revival, we had two four-hour sessions. Might have been three. I, I can't quite remember at this point. But the sessions were largely just us laughing and having fun while dealing with these, these very uh, sometimes heavy characters and situations that are happening. So... It was a, a fantastic experience, and, and that's one of the things that we try to bring to any performance, or really anything you do, no matter what you do. If you're, if you're not having fun, you're not enjoying it, then sometimes you need to question uh, your motives and your direction for why you do things. But we had a blast in all the sessions, and they, they, were, they were very easy. They flowed really well. We all got along great. And, um, yeah, I, I, uh, and I'm happy I to think hear that, that shows. Too. I'm, I'm happy, happy to say to it. it. I'm oh, happy to for the this. people that watch the love streams uh, when we get the bendy cast together just to kind of hang out and shoot the poop, then you can sort of see our camaraderie at play uh, when we do those. I think we have an, a, two more loves of those streams coming up too. Uh, check our Twitters for the bendy cast, and you'll see. I forget the dates. I'm terrible with. with uh, I think with Dave previously mentioned something about that to me. I think Dave and yeah, I already talked about that. I don't know. Yeah, it's there. I know. Um, I think there's one on the 24th coming up. This 24th? Uh, the 24th of September. Yeah, okay. And there may be another one on the 8th of October. I could be lying to you. Remember, take everything I say with a grain of salt, but I think it's the 24th of September and the 8th of October. Um, All right, then. I'll be sure to double check. Um, Wow, that's that's actually really good, man, because, you know, the fact that you and the cast, like, actually had a good time with each other, you know, I'm glad you guys actually had that experience. I'm glad you guys actually, you know, you guys winged it at the end of the day, so. We we did it. We did our stuff. We uh, ate our bacon soup, put on our big boy pants, and uh, went, to, you went got, to town. You just plowed right through it. It was. It was, it was a lot of fun, and I, I think everybody had a really good time. It's a great cast, too, so. Um, that always helps when you have such wonderful, talented people to work with. So there was uh, no complaints, none here. I think I'm actually hey, uh, obligated not to complain. So uh, it was it was great. I loved every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um. There, there is also, uh, like, you know, like, were there any challenges, like, when doing the vocal performance, like, uh, for the Ink Demon? Um, no. 
not even to say, I'm, I want to give you an honest answer too. So I'm trying to think because, you know, Norman's, oh, oh yeah, of, of course, course not. It was super easy. I did all the things. Um, no, not really. I mean, most, some of the most fun, actually, if you, I, I look at it as being fun, other people would say, you're disgusting. Um, is that for some of the uh, gurglier, juicier parts, I usually keep, uh, usually when I'm in the booth and I have video game work that can be strenuous, I'll have some throat coat tea and, and just room temperature water. So I would chug some of the room temperature water and then leave a good third of a mouthful in my mouth and then just gurgle all over myself. So by the time I was done, some of the dialogue near the end that's a, a little more animated for the ink demon uh, i was just covered in just water and spit and you know i'm just sloshing stuff around because keeping it extra juicy and uh that's not a challenge so for wait, me so that's wait you actually that's a tuesday so, so when you're doing the ink demon voice you actually use like water like room temperature water. only for the the juiciest stuff so some of the juiciest stuff that gets really loud when i really want to impart just a viscous, liquidy mouthfeel. Because normally it's it's easy to just kind of, you know, you, you get keep the mouth moist and you can uh, roll from the throat, uh, which is sort of a... Kind of, I call it the predator roll, right? So that... I don't think I'd be able to do something like that. So that's just easy. And then if it gets juicier, it's just with the natural saliva. So you can... So all the juice stuff is natural saliva, but when you really want to give them something, <laughs> you really ASMR. want it to be juicy. When you really need it to be juicy, bro, you just drink a little water and you keep that water in your mouth and then you just go for it. Ha! You know, and, and that is, so a lot of times if I'm doing, uh, especially mm -hmm. video game work, because there's a lot of dying a lot of the times, um, if I have a particular, you know, the the director will say, okay, well, this one, you've, you've been stabbed in the chest and you're dying and it's your final gasp. He's like, all right, well, I guess my lungs are filling with blood and fluid and you want it to be gurgly. So I'll keep my water for that too. And just make the most disgusting uh, <laughs> sounds you could imagine for these death rattles. Uh, and there are, there were a bunch of them that were done for the ink demon, just as he gets more worked up and not all of them made it into the game. I'm sure I have a lot of uh, B roll of just ridiculous super gurgles, but um, that's interesting. That I, I never knew fun. that. I, I never knew mm -hmm. this about you. I never knew that when you were doing the voice for ink demon at the time. Um, but like, I do have one more thing though. Is it possible mm -hmm. if you could do one more line mm -hmm. and that line is in the part where <laughs> you are actually, uh, and this is where uh, at the end of the um, of the chapter for Bendy in the Dark Revival, this mm -hmm. is the part where uh, you talk to Joey Drew, and uh, it's something with uh, the failure of Joey Drew. That one, the oh, failure, right? Yes, After the failure of Drew and the daughter of Drew. I, I, I don't remember the lines. Do you remember what it was the Ink Demon was saying at the end? Let me see. Let me see. I don't have it saved, but I think i can get it for you if someone else could like actually help me with this i think oh wait, actually maybe it's oh man i don't even know i don't even because well, i remember like, um yeah I, i'm cheating yeah. i'm uh pulling up the original script from the session because uh, i i always archive everything anyway so i see what it is oh um, so you have it 
Let's see. So this was, I think, this scene. Out of all the parts that you've did in Bending the Dark Revival when I played it, I actually liked the ending part of that chapter, and I honestly mm -hmm. loved it. And then that the part where... where... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me see. I think it was this scene at the end when um, the Ink Demon is talking to Audrey and Joey Drew uh, kind, of, kind of hear his voice pop up. Um, oh, actually, I found it. Okay, what was it? Okay, so this part. Okay, so uh, one of the dialogue. Uh, okay, so it's time, Audrey. Your road is broken. Join the dark puddles and give in to your suffering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it, that always... Uh, and I don't remember exactly how I even delivered it in the game, but um, from remembering the scene, it would be something like, It's time, Audrey. Your road is broken. Join the dark battles and give in to your suffering. And then it was, it went on to the, um, it was breaking her down, right? So it was, mm -hmm. you have nothing. You are without purpose. Your very existence was a terrible lie. Your mistake, I think that was along the lines of of when he was sort of enticing her and uh, basically trying to level with her to say, look, we're we're basically the same, but you can join me. You know, he gets that, but I will make you strong. I will make you meaningful. It's time. You know, he gives her these... Um, uh, you should, you should, I see her do it. Dude, you, you, know, scare, you scare me to death. <laughs> what do you do with that voice? Dude, you actually scare me. <laughs> Ugh, I'm getting goosebumps because of this. Oh my god. <laughs> but that, 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 yeah, that was a great scene. It's funny because it's coming back to me with that. Mm -hmm. But that's part of his. You know, the Ink Demon is is equal, you know, demon and antagonist, but also enticer and uh, looking to lure Audrey to join him uh, as the, I don't, you know, I don't want to give spoilers. I've, of course, at this point, everybody's probably played the game, but um, for, because of Audrey's relationship <laughs> um, and, and who she is. So it's, it, it's, it's, it's a great game. I think it, I think the lore and the story, took a neat turn with the second game. And, and a lot of folks are exploring more in all the, uh, the novelizations and there's a lot of great fanfic out there for it as well. So it's got, it's, it's got a lot of legs. It's got a lot of places to, to go and grow. So I think the Meatly and the team did a fabulous job. Wow. Honestly, man. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Oh my God, dude, Dude, that is... <laughs> I don't think I would have anyone to be, like, the voice actor for Ink Demon because you clearly know how you're 
acting with the character itself. I think honestly, it's like a win-win. Honestly, yeah, well, thank you. Well, I told you that that that's just voice acting magic because when I do the the Ink Demon voice, you know, it's 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 just needs some a little bit of love on it because it's just we are one, the daughter of Drew, and the power of a demon. You know, it's then they. They take it in post and make it sound better. So it's it's uh it's not all me, you know. I just just throw that out there. Man, I gotta see more of these from you in the future. Man, we gotta actually hang out, man. We gotta catch up, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Always oh open God. to it. Hey man, I appreciate that, honestly. I appreciate you coming on the podcast for the first episode. Uh so uh can't wait to tell everyone when it premieres. Yeah, it'll be fun. I, I can't wait. Keep me in the loop. And, uh, oh, of course. That way I'll listen. I'll say, let's see what kind of an idiot I am today. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so is there Okay, so is there any like favorite characters from Dark Revival that you have in mind? Porter is always my first choice. Um, just because Eric Brod did such a great job with him, but he's also... He's just, He's just so fun. So I always say Porter, but um, I'm trying to think if, if there's a, if I've got a second place outside, of, you know, I don't think I'm allowed to say the ink demon because that's kind of cheating. I'm a little biased, you know, um, maybe, uh, you know, I really like Wilson too. I like the creepy weird ones. So uh, Wilson's definitely up there. Uh, what's a pretty girl like you doing? You know, just all his um, his wheezing. Tim Simmons was fabulous for Wilson. So, um, yeah, it's probably Porter and Wilson are amongst my favorite characters in in the whole series. Really, really, mm-hmm. Wilson and uh, and what was the other one? And Porter. And Porter. Wait, which one is Porter? Uh... The old teleporting, uh, wee! <laughs> oh, that one, that character. Uh-huh. Let me see, actually. Let me look at this. Oh, is it the guy, like, does he have the ropes everywhere tied around him? Yep. That's him, right? He's the one that gave Audrey the help that he knows. Okay, that's right. So that's, okay. So Every that's so Porter. often. That's Porter. Okay. Yeah, he, he's, oh he's kind of like, uh, he has the, the, like, the aviation goggles on his head. And yeah, his, yeah, those, yeah. Um, the, the the rope wrapped around him. Yeah. He's just, he's just so ridiculous that, um, he was always an, an easy favorite for me. I mean, he's a, uh, he's a lost one, but he's kind of, uh, got his own kind of personality. That is true. And I, I, okay. So the one thing I wanted to let you know about, okay. So my personal character, okay. Besides ink demon, right? The one character I found funny as shit in, in the game was definitely I want to tell you this right now. Sammy Lawrence. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> well, absolutely, Sammy, absolutely. Sammy Lawrence, man. The guy died twice. You got he got he died twice. <laughs> <laughs> and at the ending <laughs> it's time for sleep. Yeah, I, I I think that's that's a solid choice. I mean all of the characters are great and all of them uh, you know have their uh their <laughs> their merits we could say um mm-hmm. you know like uh, alice angel is, is another favorite uh just because she's so wicked 
but mm-hmm. not you know she she skirts the line here and there but she has her, her own agenda um it's always fun for me too uh, i don't know it's it's a great game it's a great series so there's lo- loads of fun characters and i think that is testament to why it's so popular and why the fandom has embraced it as much as they have because it's just it's just fun everything about it it's it's uh i have no no problems with bendy you know genuinely when i started playing dark revival i was expecting to see ink demon actually fight against the projectionist for a second round honestly Mm -hmm. it only takes one (laughs) it only takes one yeah yeah i mean oh the projectionist was always it was i remember playing the first game and being creeped out more by the projectionist than anything else in the game and i don't know what it what what childhood traumas that touched on for me but the projectionist was always okay i'm going to get away now so it was um that was always fun it 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 scared the hell out of me when i first played it too Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong on that and i (laughs) you you know because you know the thing is i actually started playing the bendy series this year early this Mm -hmm. year so i'm pretty new to it and all that and right genuinely like it's still fresh in my head even nice. after a few months, honestly, and I loved it. As awesome. soon as I yeah, as soon as I finished the the Bendy and the Ink Machine series, and then then when Bendy the Dark Revival came out, and then and when I knew about it, and then I never got to play it until like uh, a month after it came out, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't even know, but uh, I definitely like Dark Revival more. I'll say that. Yeah, well, it was it was definitely a progression from where we were with Ink Machine, not only technologically in terms of the style and the the UI and the feel of the game, but also in terms of the depth of the story and and where our emotional involvement with it. It makes Ink Machine feel more like a um, like a proof of concept, like a technical demo, and then we get to Dark Revival, and it feels really alive and much more fleshed out so it's uh yeah i i agree with that it's definitely been a progression we'll, we'll be interested in seeing what what comes next actually speaking of this i actually have a question for you and do you think we've seen the last of the ink demon well um my personal i'll, I'll answer personally uh from what i think uh, as to in line with your question no, <laughs> I don't think we have. Uh, I'm not saying that on any official capacity or in any official way, but I do mm-hmm. not think we have seen the last of the Ink Demon. You should do a voice line of that. <laughs> you, should, you should do a voice line of that. Honestly. <laughs> it should be... that is that is awesome man honestly like a round of applause for that for sean Kristen here ladies and gentlemen honestly that was amazing honestly that was scary thank you thank you they like me they really like me 
<laughs> yes, they do, man. Yes, they do. They definitely like you. And I love you for a fan like me, for Bendy, honestly. So, oh, thank you. Of course, man. Yeah, there's just because we see at the end real, that doesn't mean it's the end. The cycle will repeat. That is true. The cycle will repeat always. It is never going to stop. It can never be broken. Mm. That's but right. like the so like before uh, anything uh, from here. Uh, so do you have anything that you want to say to the fans of Bendy before we close this off? Just thank you, thank you guys for enjoying the game and standing by us when as the cast. Uh, you know, we could it could have gone terribly wrong. And for me personally, to the overwhelming majority to accept the ink demon as a speaking character in the second game. Cause that's a big leap. A lot of people were dismayed to hear that he spoke and they thought it made him less scary, which I can understand in some senses because uh, horror is often what we don't know or what we don't understand. So our brain makes it much more terrifying than when it's something that's finally quantified or qualified in reality. So I get, I get that too, but Everyone, the majority who loved the Ink Demon and and the entire game and the series, well, thank you. I mean, that's that's my biggest thing is thank you all. Thank You're very you so welcome. Much. You are very welcome, Sean. Honestly, I I really do hope we get to see Ink Demon. Honestly, like honestly, if we do see him come back again, if Ink Demon really does return. I am down to see it again. I am down to play another game from the Melee again. I'm down to see you back in action with the voice acting. I'm ready. I'm prepared. For I this. am too. I am too. I'm strap in. We'll see what we can get. And I mean, you know, it's also up to the fans to be vocal about what you want. My secret desire is that um, the Bendy franchise, much like some other popular franchises, uh, makes the leap into animation. Uh, so that we can explore more of the world. And not just for me as a talent, hoping to voice the Ink Demon or any of the other characters, but just to explore more of the world that's been created more in depth. So you know, my fingers are crossed for that. We'll see. I really do wish that this happened. If this, if this can actually like really happen, I'm going to be freaking out for that, man. I'm waiting to see that happen. I'm waiting yeah, for that. Finger, to fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed for everyone here, man. For all the Bendy fans out there, fingers crossed for each and every one of us. Let's make this happen, honestly. Meatly, I hope you do this. I'm wishing that he can actually do something about this. I hope he hints something towards the next Bendy series if that were to happen. Or something. I don't even know. If, I'm not even aware. I don't even know what's been going on lately with social media. I don't know if there actually is something that he had said about it, but. I'm not trying to spoil myself until I know it's true. <laughs> Too good to be true. That's right. That's right. Wait until we hear some some official news. Exactly. So, honestly, Sean, thank you so much for being here today on the podcast with me. I My appreciate you being pleasure. here. Thank you for thank your you time. For me. Of course, anytime. And I'm hoping to see you next time in the future on our podcast. Honestly, anytime, I'm looking forward to anytime. it. So, We'll see you all next time. All right. What do you say to that, Sean? You want to give a bit of a farewell? I say, yeah, we will see you next time. And all you folks take care. And remember, oh.